remember in high school, like, if you didn't want to get a concussion thing, like, right before you did concussion testing, you would just be dumb on purpose. And so if you did have a concussion, <laughs> the, it, it would be, like, comparable. I, 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 I don't NFL. think you can do I don't think you can get away with that in NFL. Welcome back, everyone, to Check the Stats, your weekly sports podcast with Hamza, Deep, Yo, Harry, What's Good, and Dodge. Howdy. So let's recap a little bit on week three before we move on into week four. What game stood out to you guys the most, um, besides your team's games, obviously, from week three? We were, I think we were recording while the Steelers were playing the Browns. Yeah, I think, to me, the game that we all got wrong was the Bills game. Uh, I think that stood out the most to almost every person, almost, I would say. It was a crazy game. The Dolphins, the Dolphins, did, the Dolphins, the Dolphins did pull it out. Are the I Dolphins mean, legit? Uh, Bills had what, injuries, Define no? legit. Like, what do you think? Like, are they? Like, like, obviously, the like playoff contenders? team. No, nah, I don't think they're contenders, though. I, like, I don't want to say it was a lucky win because, I mean, it's, it's a division rival and they, they earned the win, but the Bills had, they a, investigated? The Bills had a chance to kick the a field goal at the end the and they, just, they couldn't get lined for up. For Tua's, uh, Tua's injury, how they handled it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro, that, yeah, is, I mean, that is crazy. The way you guys saw the way he fell yeah, after, he, after he, the play. He apparently doesn't insane. have a concussion, yeah. though. Yeah. So it was like knee was. and ankle. Yeah, but that hamstring or knee. That video of him just getting up and being a little shaky and then falling down, that was just crazy. But I think the Dolphins did leave a lot of points out there. When they could have gotten them against the Bills, yeah. but the Bills, but the Bills, when we recorded the episode, obviously they were the favorites. But mm-hmm. there's a lot they, of injuries. They got like three or four starters ruled out, yeah. and especially two of them being in your secondary like against the Dolphins is terrible loss. Uh, and even then, they've still barely lost to the Dolphins. So great win for great great win for Miami. But do I think they're contenders? Not yet. Mm. I need to see it for more than three games. I think. Tua did step up big time, and even last season, he was without weapons. Now he is with weapons, so I think they can get somewhere this season, possibly a little bit deep into the playoffs. Maybe, yeah, they could get lucky if they stay healthy, but I think the other big shock of the week was probably the Jaguars scoring almost 40 points in the Chargers. Mm -hmm. You predicted that. I know know Herbert is not 100%, but... So dropping dropping ten points against the Jaguars in that division, that tough AFC West, you can't really drop that many games. So they definitely can't lose the next game. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that though. But uh, definitely, the Jaguars and the Dolphins were the two most surprising wins of the week. Yeah, for me, Chargers didn't play right. I just don't think they play right. Yeah, they don't. They also had like they have a lot of injuries. Yeah, they have a lot of injuries. But their coach has had some questions over the past season or two. And you know when you can't even beat. The supposedly bad teams, like even when you have an injured quarterback, I mean, that's what the great coaches do. But I let Herbert we'll, do his thing too. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about that. The next one, I would say, since you were predicting on point, you almost predicted the Broncos game correctly with a score. <laughs> you were off by like one point. Damn, seriously? Yeah, I know that. That show was actually crazy. I think I did say it was going to be low scoring. I think yeah. I might have said that, but yeah. You and you and Touch both took uh, the man. The man of God. Let's ride. (laughs) (laughs) Broncos Nation. Nah. It was a very, very ugly game, but uh, the better quarterback pulled it out. You know, that's usually what happens. Uh, Garoppolo. What what are you guys' thoughts on Garoppolo before you talk about the Niners? Like, what do you you think about Garoppolo? He's a great fake pass. (laughs) He has a really, really good fake pass. (laughs) This guy. That's about it. He put up 211 yards. You guys think he Russell can, Wilson you guys put think up 184. He makes the Niners a contender. Obviously, more than Lance, but there's you guys think they have a chance to get there. Obviously, with a little bit of weaker NFC, or do you not believe in Jimmy G? It's not about believing in Jimmy G. It's just he's not gonna step up and like make that big throw. Make that big throw. He's but he'll, not. he'll win you some games though yeah. in the regular season. I think he's a little bit more than a game manager, but he, I think he's a they good better quarterback. The, you, you don't think they should have beat the Broncos? I mean, they both had terrible games, but I don't blame Garoppolo too much, and this is why, because coming into the season, obviously we know Trey Lance was the bigger name. He was he wanted to be the starter, and that's what the organization wants, and he's been hearing for like a year or two now that they're going to trade him, and 
Uh, he took a pay cut and all that, but he came into the season and didn't even give him a playbook in training camp. Like, imagine the younger quarterback who's in the room. He, they gave him the playbook and tell and tell him learn all these plays and do that. And as a veteran, you don't even like you're not even involved yeah. until like week one or two when he gets hurt. So think about that. He he came into the season taking a pay cut and not even knowing the playbook. Plus, pay is still big though. Yeah, but his contract is still but pretty but big for them to I mean, count him out. He took like a this. pay cut because I mean. You know he's a nice guy, and he, you know, he he wants to help the no, team no, no, out. I, but I, under, I understand that point. But I feel like, kind, I feel kind of bad. Team, for, I feel kind of bad for him. Not gonna lie. For, for Garoppolo. For Garoppolo. Yeah. For the team not after everything him that he's done and kind of put them in a position. But to I mean, win what, and did, stuff what did like he that. what did he do wrong though? No, nothing. Yeah, but he just nothing. didn't do enough, I guess. But he's ten times Trey Lance. But he's right also now. he's 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 throwing away a lot of games. I think he's just been getting disrespected too much. You can a little bit too much. You can say that he's thrown out of games, but the Niners also had a lot of injuries with a lot yeah, of good players over the in, past three seasons. An insane from, amount of injuries. And then from COVID. To treat him to treat him the way they treated him like so far this season no. and then now he's a starter again. I think it'll take a couple games for him to get back in um in the mindset, right? To be like I'm the but best I mean, player on the team, you know, I'm gonna take my team to victory. Because I mean obviously I, I just don't think he looks right out there and looks like on the same page. I think but, he played he played better than Russell Wilson. I think the yeah, Broncos got saved by that's a kick. A completely different, that's they, a completely different story. Like, the, like at least the Niners have a great coach and a, like, yeah. a great staff. Like, I don't, I don't know what the Broncos have in a coach right now. I think that's like, what three weeks so far, four weeks so far, and two of the, pretty much Mediocre. two games have been like extreme coaching meltdowns. Yeah, like clock management, play calling, everything. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah pretty, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much everything that comes with like being a head coach. It doesn't seem like yeah. he's very good yeah. at. So maybe he's just a glorified assistant who somehow got his way into a head coach job, but so I don't know what I yeah I don't I, I had high hopes for the Broncos. I don't know. I need to see a lot more before I can, you know, so say they're contenders. Mel, they're they all been a flop as a team from quarterback to Melvin Gordon to Every, Judy all being out. This is mediocre and just kicking flop so far. Everything that's it. But I think the Niners should. Should go behind um, Garoppolo for this season. I mean, mm. 211 yards. I mean, he really he never really disappointed them. I don't, I don't think so. As I said, besides injuries, that's the only thing that's been plaguing the Niners so far in the past few years. Mm-hmm. But they, they've been solid throughout these few seasons, and Garoppolo has been there from for the most part. Just yeah. because you got Trey Lance, a new young quarterback, we just put him to the side and not include him as much in the playbook and all that. I mean, that's obviously going to take away from Garoppolo's game. Yeah, it takes away, like, mentally, too, not just, like, not him being ready. It's just, like, you don't even believe in me, so, you know, yeah. why should I go out there and put Wait, my body in the line? But he can get back We'll see. It. We'll see he how it goes. Back. We'll keep yeah. an eye on the yeah. Niners for sure. Uh, another good game from last week, one of the bigger ones, uh, Packers and Bucks. Brady had one completion. Ayahuasca, baby. In, in like, the Ayahuasca. first. Ayahuasca. <laughs> Ayahuasca comes yeah, it through. was not a very pretty game. As again, I predicted it was going to be a low-scoring game. Both have terrible receivers uh, <coughs> <laughs> uh, at the moment, at least for for the Bucks. Yeah. So Aaron yeah. Rodgers finally pulled one out against Tom Brady. Yeah, um, Tom Brady didn't have as many weapons also to throw to. He has nobody yeah, to throw it's to. True. No, it's true. It's definitely true. To throw to. And um, they got to rely on run game. So. Yeah, I think it was a much-needed win for the Packers, mm-hmm. like, just for their confidence. Because if they lost yeah. that game, then they'd be like, if we couldn't beat Tom Brady with those depleted weapons and, like, the way the game was going, if we couldn't beat him then, then we don't have much of a shot later on. So I think they needed that for their confidence. And from the Bucks side, your defense is playing at, like, a Super Bowl level for these f- first few games this season. It's just the offense needs to get figured out. Uh, Tom Brady doesn't look like... Usual Tom Brady we've been seeing for the past mm-hmm. two seasons, right? Like, Maybe because of the weapons he has around. I yeah, I, I agree. It's weapons, but it's still it's still some of the things like now he has to deal with an offensive line that's not the best in the league mm-hmm. or a top five, top ten in the league. Like he does what he's always had, and now that he's older, he definitely needs an even better O line. But protection like now that we're seeing anything. like with a little bit mediocre line, he's falling apart. He's yeah. throwing tantrums on the sidelines. He broke two tablets against New Orleans. He probably broke another one against the Packers. Like, what do you guys think about Tom Brady? Is he is he washed or is this just a I rough like start this season? It's, it's been a rough start, but I feel like he's getting too frustrated way too soon. Like, that's he's just his, like that's temper, his, temper that's tantrum. That's his personality, that's his, that's though. Him, he's always been that, he's always been yelling like that, but I think now he's 
He wanted to come back to the season and prove something, you know, have yeah. another MVP type season he I had mean, last year. And it's just so far has not I'd, been like that. I'd also be frustrated with the kind of guys or the receiver the receivers he had had and all of them now Mike Evans kind of hasn't had a good start. A B yeah, walked what, out last year. That's what season. a lot of that's what a lot of the league is dealing with. You're, you're not gonna have two Hul- or three yeah, no. Pro Bowl receivers, like majority of the teams don't have that. Julio Jones now is also out and you know his his issues with his injuries. I'd be frustrated too, and then they had to rely on the run game. Mm-hmm. But I think they can get it back together. It's not a bad start to the season. I think it's being like a little bit blown out of proportion, just a little bit. Um, but Ayahuasca let's, man, let's wins. talk about let's talk about the Packers a little bit. Ayahuasca man, I told you he's <laughs> he's uh, zend out bachelor man uh-huh. against a man who has been stressing with family life and. Uh, a separation with his wife. <laughs> so I'm, he's, I'm seeing Tom Brady's just frustrated. That's definitely got definitely got to impact plays, you plays off the plays field, yeah. off the field stuff, it's and like even big mental he, not even just like his his relationship stuff. It's like the whole world is like speculating about his and marriage and posting it. Like the like TMZ, yeah. New York Times, like all it's these big all these, like the Tampa newspapers, all these big big media outlets are just like talking about your personal relationships. Yeah. I, I mean. But the, we know he's very mentally strong, but that's, that's got to be affecting him a little bit, the, especially that they're not playing well. The personal relationship in itself, like all that's been going on, that mm-hmm. has to have like play a factor on Tom Brady either way. Well, however, it, yeah. however coverage he may get and all that, like just having that in your life and then having to go out and perform, it definitely takes effect. I mean, we joked around and said last game, uh, last episode that he doesn't love his kids and all that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it, man. Like he's coming like, back. You know, you know that t- that. That's taking some effect on him. But on the <laughs> other side, you know, let's get into the Packers and, you know. The Packers have one really big concern for me, and I don't know if you guys knew this or if the audience knew this, but I think in the second half so far this year in all the Packers games, mm-hmm. they've either scored one touchdown or they've been scoreless, like combined in the second half throughout the season. Yeah. So they're not very good coming out of halftime, and that's like the opposite you see from a team with a veteran quarterback. Because they usually make however many adjustments they can, and they'll come out a little smarter under uh, after halftime. But I think that also tells you that he doesn't trust his receivers. Mm-hmm. They're not scoring. I mean, you just lost Adams. They're so. not. They're not scoring like, at all in the second half. And the second half is where you win games. So yeah. pretty much, he's just managing the game in the second half, and that's not what we're used to seeing, right? Who, but who, who does he have to? throw to I, I agree i agree but they're not terrible receivers he just has to build you know a, a relationship with them and throw yeah. them the ball more i think he's a little hesitant to throw young receivers the ball i think i mean we've, we've know we know that he yeah. doesn't trust young receivers as much but i think for the packers to win games this season they have to rely on aaron jones and aj dylan that's the only way they're gonna they're gonna win against big teams is try to beat them down with a running game I wanted to talk about one more shocker of the week. Yeah, I was gonna Chiefs. bring it up too. I was gonna bring it up. No, we cap. brushed over this game <laughs> so quick last and we, episode. And, and every look at time that. this happens, every time this happens, we like just, all of us choose a sweep for one team. Yeah. I would I would argue like eighty percent, ninety percent of the time that team loses. Mm-hmm. So we all picked the Chiefs last week. I'll and pick the Bills. As we well. barely even talked about it. We were like, "Oh, the Colts terrible start of the season. Chiefs can come out here." I mean, if you do look at the stats, the Chiefs did dominate. They should have won the game. Mm-hmm. And it all came down to special teams essentially falling apart for the Chiefs. They made all the right plays, but those small points, you know, the field goals, you know, the kickoffs, the punts, those small things, they all factor in. And the Colts found a way to win. I think that's a big confidence boost for them. They definitely boost. needed that, especially mm-hmm. the way the Jaguars are playing. They, they need to get through. Uh, the Colts need to get as many wins as they can. Mm-hmm. Especially in the conference. So, any major concerns about the Chiefs, or you guys just think it was a one-off? Just Colts got lucky. I mean, we've seen the shakiness like here and there, right? Like we thought that maybe they could do it without any superstar receivers, but I don't know. Maybe the superstar receivers help sometimes because no one else scored a touchdown except Travis Kelsey. It's true. He, I mean, Mahomes <laughs> didn't even have three hundred passing yards. Uh, we're not used to him. You know, having that less than 300, and he only had one touchdown. But, I mean, his longest throw was 53 yards. But I think we also need to give a little bit of credit to Matt Ryan. Uh, Mahomes had a 
QB rating and Matt Ryan had a 105.9 passer yeah. rating. So Matt Ryan did what he needed to do, made the small throws. I mean, Matt Ryan is throwing nobodies. We don't know who any of the uh, close receivers are besides Pittman. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I, and even then, I don't even. I don't even know how many yards Pittman had. He might not Pittman, he barely even he played had, like that. He had 72 yards on 72? Five, five receptions. So basically, he probably, had, he probably had one big throw. He had, He's their best receiver. I mean, yeah, but five, five catches for your best receiver. I mean, the it's, other, it's not cutting it, and they still won. The other two the other two who got the most receiving were <laughs> Hines and Taylor, or the, like right. the running backs. The two running backs. So he's just, he's yeah. just throwing these flats. He's throwing these. They're just running five yard routes and just dumping it off, and yeah. somehow they managed to win. It is it's very weird on the on the stat sheet because terrible. It's, on it's, the, it's disgusting. On the other side, you got the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, Mahomes putting up his numbers like usual, but you have Edward Lair taking seven carries and zero yards. Like Kelsey was rushing. Uh, they had a bunch of people rushing. Um, Juju Smith got eighty nine yards mm-hmm. more than Kelsey, but. <laughs> It's just like all around weird stat. I mean, Edward Lair had 39 receiving yards and had zero rushing. So, like, what is their, where's the scheme? Like, what are they trying to do exactly? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think they're still figuring. I think they're still figuring it out. The Chiefs, at least, like, it's pretty much completely new personnel as wide receivers, as far as wide receivers go. Yeah, and like, you don't have that player that takes the top off. But I think it'll be fine. I think. I don't know if you guys think this, but I think the Chiefs, the Colts just got lucky, and the, I mean the Chiefs yeah. will be I Chiefs mean, will be fine. It's a three point win, so yeah. definitely lucky. I think they got lucky, but the Chiefs still got a lot of work to do. I Having lost yeah. their like regardless, games. yeah, the, the, every team has work to do, but I don't think it was as bad as a loss as it could have been. Mm. Work to do in as in what? Doug? All the players they've lost now they can't do those crazy like <clears throat> intricate plays that they used to do mm. last year. And I mean, you could have, you could try having some of these younger players come in and do that, but that's when you yeah. start getting picks and stuff. He's taking a lot so more checkdowns than he used to. Exactly. He used mm-hmm. to just, even if someone was open, like underneath, he would just try to go for the big play. But basically, I think he's yeah. also shying away from that because he doesn't have that speed. And probably yeah. Andy Reid is telling him, "Don't do that stuff." Because if you <laughs> if you do if you do take the big shots and they get picked, we don't have the firepower that we used to to come back. Like I I feel like they're just trying to make it a new system and it doesn't happen right away no matter how good your quarterback is and your coaches it, it takes time regardless i think at the end of that game the the off- offensive coordinator and pat mahomes they got into it they got into it right yeah a little bit i mean he he said after the game it was not a big deal i mean they're always going to say you that always, right they're always going to say it's not yeah, a big deal you, but you can be heated during the game so that's yeah. that's fine i mean it's all dealing with it the happens I, th- I think on in like yeah. pro sports yeah. it just happens sometimes you're just gonna get frustrated i mean it's it's gonna happen. But um, um, any other games you wanted to highlight from uh, week three? We were about to curse the Cowboys if it wasn't for D Rain. We, we cursed <laughs> the Saints almost. Yeah, yeah. Saints and Steelers. Yeah, we were gonna talk about it as we went into next week, but that's that's fine. we can talk those. about it now. Yeah, instead of talking about the Cowboys, which I think they played very Cowboys well. Cowboys did what the Cowboys Cooper do. Rush they always, played well. The Cowboys yeah. always beat their. I don't even him, that drop, bro, was crazy. But then the catch that he had, mm-hmm. literally, he, he always does that. He like, always does that. Bad play and then makes two it points. forward like t- like two times. I needed two points from him <laughs> to yeah. win in my fantasy. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't have much to say about the Cowboys game because yeah. since Dak has gone drafted, I think they're like I could be wrong. Don't quote me exactly, but they're like sixteen yeah. and two or like eighteen and two against their divisions, yeah. the division opponents. So the Cowboys are very, very good against yeah. the division opponents. Like we don't have to worry about that. I, also, I know we all picked, most of us picked the Giants, but I also, the fact that the Cowboys won is not shocking at all to me. Giants just just choked. I also as see usual. Daniel Daniel Jones out there looking like bro. Kind bro of, he has no line. I, he looked like I was going to say. I felt very bad for Daniel Jones. Yeah. He, he like, every time he was getting pressured, like one one second after yeah. the snap, it was crazy. It was something pressure. like twenty pressures and Cooper Rush. Didn't have anywhere close to that. He probably only had like single digits. So yeah. Daniel Jones was running for his life, and it was still a very, very close game. So that's all. That's all I really got to say about the Cowboys. But they didn't utilize Saquon as much. I mean, they, towards yeah. the end, they I know. He, I think he got. I think he got banged up a little bit towards the end. That's why they used off because mm. they definitely need him for a long run. He's injury prone. Don't very don't injury have, prone. Yeah. So they can at least try to keep him. You know, Remember but it, it wasn't much needed window for the division. Yeah. So uh, get into. Just want to talk about the Steelers. Get into your teams. Saints. Get into your teams, boys. Whoever want to go first. The Steelers. It's been rough. Rough <laughs> week. Thursday was 
I mean, I don't know. I don't really have a lot of words to say. We we dropped 17 points, but without TJ, man, like, it's difficult. Trubisky, 207 Trubisky's yards. Trubisky is just not that guy. Yeah. He's not the answer. I don't even know what to say. I, like, I the, coaches, say, <laughs> the coaches and the, the staff were, like, trying the hardest to, like, coach him into making easy throws and making the offense easier for him, but mm-hmm. he's just not very dynamic. Can't no. make a lot of crazy throws. Not very mobile. I know he can move a little bit, but he's not. I don't know. I just don't see. If you're going to be bad with your veteran quarterback, then you might as well be bad with your rookie quarterback, if that makes sense. Like, you why? You can have the excuse of a rookie quarterback. Why do you guys think Pickett hasn't started yet? I just don't think they've even, like, thought about it, to be honest. Maybe they <laughs> Maybe they're waiting until he loses a few more games and then the locker room is 100% out on Trubisky because maybe like there's a few guys that are like, yeah, he's lost a few games, but you know, we still believe in Mitch. We why, still believe in Mitch. But until they? he loses a few more games, then I feel like then Pickett will come in. That's why I think. Because if, you, if you're this bad with him, you could be this bad with your rookie. It's fine. It's not a big deal. At least, at least he'll be learning, right? At least he'll be getting better. But Trubisky doesn't I just don't, look like he's showing any improvement or any upwards... Like zero. trend than yeah. what he already he I think he's already kind of like and it's not out. like he has terrible receivers and they're at least decent yeah. at least decent receivers a good running back a decent defense now without TJ Watt they're not the same but I don't, I don't know, know dude but I, it's, it's 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 I mean this was supposed to be like a year like a rebuilding kind of year and then like a yeah I mean kinda it kind of see is. see what's going on see what Najee's capable of doing this and that take what you but, can get. Yeah. It's but w- without TJ, man, it kind of like yeah. you could tell that the fell, energy on the defense apart. is just like this is just not the same. The defense, it's just Fitzpatrick out there. I mean, the numbers on the defense allowing like 171 rushing yards, almost 200, over 200 receiving yards out there, is just non-existent almost. From Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Not much to say about that game. Cleveland had like 13 minutes more possession. It doesn't look like they dominated if you just look go down the stat sheet. But if you watch the game, it kind of just felt like the Browns had more momentum, especially in the second half. But, mm. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have much else to add. Steelers are... Stealing away. I don't know, bro. Let's move on to the Saints game then. <laughs> Saints, <laughs> sir. Uh, please, take us away. Jameis is not the this is This is literally the same... Jameis threw for 353 yards. This is the same uh, argument I had last week when we lost... Jameis is not 100%. And when he's not 100%, he's forcing a lot of throws. I know he had a lot of yards, but the whole point is to get the ball in the end zone, and we didn't do that until, like, the fourth quarter. So if Jameis is not healthy, I don't understand why you're not playing your backup and Dalton, who's a very solid quarterback. Yes. Like, he's not terrible, and he's not amazing, but he's at least healthy. Your third string He's at least healthy, the most man. yards, right? Third string what? Receiver, wide Smith. receiver. Not third string, but your third receiver. You mean Olave? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Olave is really, really good. We knew that coming out of the draft. And right now, he has the most yards out of any rookie receiver in the league. I think he has more yards than Justin Jefferson right now, too. So, Chris Olave is doing his part. I just don't think the Saint, the Saints, is they're not getting the ball in the end zone. And I don't think it's play calling because if you watch back a lot of the film, there's a lot of receivers open on a lot of plays. It's just Jameis is not seeing them at all times he's kind of forcing a lot of the big throws but you can't get the ball in the end zone that's that's how you're gonna lose the defense has let up 22 points uh, like to baker mayfield and even baker mayfield didn't have a great game he only had like 90 yards in the first half and i think the saints were down like 13-0 if if the saints don't win the next game against the vikings which is in london mm-hmm. and i hope to god andy dalton's playing just let James rest, bro. How are you letting your starting quarterback just go out there and hurt himself more? Like, there's got to be some kind of malpractice at this point. It's got to be something. Let Andy Dalton play, and you live with the results. So, if we lose next game, I don't know. The season might be cooked. So, terrible, terrible loss. Since, but uh, at least at least the Bucks lost. So they didn't. They're not. <laughs> they don't really have a crazy advantage in division right now. So that, that's. That's the only positive I got out of this week. Since um, that's anybody else has anything else to add, no, we can not really. move on to week uh, four. Since you mentioned the Vikings and next week in London. Might as well talk about it, right? Yeah, might as well get into week four. 
Let's All go right. Ahead. So how are we seeing it? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go in. Assume Dalton is starting because <laughs> again, because there's been a, there's been a, there's been some rumors that Taysom Hill has been taking quarterback reps at practices, which Here means we go. which means Dalton is the starter and Taysom is taking snaps because he would be the backup, right? That's what that's what would happen, right? But there go. was another report that came out saying Winston plans to start. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm just going to assume Dalton is starting. The Vikings. After that first game, you know, a really hot game, Justin Jefferson was going crazy. They haven't had the best few games after that. So that's a plus for the Saints that the Vikings are not coming in uh, super hot. Uh, this is a must win. Uh, the Vikings are more or less a rival, right? Like You can't really say they're not. Like, there's some history between these teams. It's going to be in London. And I know I'm saying a lot of outside factors that are not really on the field stats, but yeah. the Vikings are flying in to London on Friday. And the Saints got there, I think, a day or two ago, which would be like Monday or Tuesday. So I, I think the difference. Saints being there a longer time, you know, not as much jet lag, getting a little used to it, the facilities and all that, having practices there. I think it'll, I think it'll help a lot. So I'm, I think the Saints will win by a touchdown, seven points. It'll still be a good game. Vikings will put up a fight. Uh, Lattimore has been locking up the... Every receiver he's gone up against this uh, season so far, even before he got ejected in that game against the Bucks, he held Mike Evans to like nine yards. Uh, he he held that. he held DJ Moore to a few yards. Uh, who was the other game against he the Falcons? He held Drake London to like less than ten yards. Very solid. So Lattimore is playing out of his mind. Oh, yeah. So I think Justin Jefferson won't have a great game. And then the only way the Vikings could beat us is if Dalvin Cook and Madison have like. 150 yards rushing, which is possible. Possible. I mean, McCarthy. Because the, the Saints' defense is. McCaffrey over here put very, up like 100, yeah. over 100. The Saints' defense is iffy. Yeah. Who? McCaffrey's out this next week, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, but that's, I'm, that's, talking, that's I'm talking about like he was able to put up over 100 rushing mm-hmm. yards on the Saints. So I think Dalvin Cook can. Dalvin Cook can definitely do that. Can definitely, so yeah. I think, if, definitely we, I think if we contain the rushing attack, I think the Saints will be fine. So you taking the Saints? I'm taking the Saints. Saints by seven. I want to pick the Vikings, but Justin Jefferson in the past two weeks has just been disappointing. And my you could, you could team. say he's bound for a big game, but he, he is, is going up against Marsh. Like, he's going I up against like, arguably yeah. the best corner in the league right now. Every single anybody who's playing defense on it, it looks like they kind of figured him out because after that mm-hmm. first week one, what has he done? They, what has Dar- he done? Darius Slay was jumping all of his routes, and Darius Slay is a very good corner, but. That just tells me that the Vikings like are very predictable. At least from Kirk throwing the ball to Jefferson is very predictable because in the second week, third week, these cornerbacks are already fi- figuring out like the route concepts. They're basically running the route for Jefferson. So Kirk Cousins got kind of started off slow, but I, I hope I hope up. Jefferson doesn't have a big game. But yeah. I mean, with his with his does. talent, please, anything with, Jefferson, his, with his talent, anything is possible. It's gonna be a crazy matchup Damn. either way. Alvin Kamara doesn't have a touchdown this year, not yet. Not yeah, he, I I don't think he's, I don't think he's hundred percent. He's only played two games and he's uh, he's questionable again now. He he's not anywhere close to hundred percent, and we all know how big of a factor he is in the yep. Saints' offense. Like he mm-hmm. can literally do everything. He can block, run, catch. He has the speed. Yeah, that vi- that uh, video of him running that uh, check down where he just puts his hand up, like, <laughs> like just standing there. That's just yeah. so funny, bro. He's he's the most nonchalant player in the league. No. But he's so good at it. I don't know how he he can just change his gears like yeah. in one step. He's going like a completely different speed. So QC running back, crazy <laughs> athletes. The game slows down for you. Yeah, yeah seriously, so. it does. I think so far, you took the Saints, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me the Vikings. I'm gonna go with the Vikings as well. I'm going with the Saints. It's gonna be a close game. A lot of rushing. Lot yeah, of, it has to be a close game. It can't. It, I don't, I'm excited. No way it's a blowout. I'm excited to see a lot of more in Jefferson. Kirk Cousins and well, Winston are actually very comparable. Kirk Cousins what? And Winston? They're very comparable. I think Kirk Cousins has stepped up a little bit more than... He's 74 Winston. for 119. And then Winston's 73 for 115. That's hmm. Cousins got 750 yards, 760 yards, and then Winston got 860. He got four touchdowns. Winston got four touchdowns. Kirk got five. What happened to those uh, fractures? Did they just magically go away? No, they didn't. That's why I'm that's saying. The why, he he, don't I'm saying why is he playing, bro? Let's get into Thursday night game with the uh, Dolphins and Bengals. I don't know if Tua is going to be back, 
but I feel like he will. Two young quarterbacks that are trying to prove themselves with their young and talented teams, I think is going to be very entertaining to watch mm-hmm. if Tua is fully healthy. Uh, the way that video just showed him after being mm-hmm. rocked, I mean, it doesn't look of, like a very violent, like, had collision or anything or his helmet just, helmet. He just like banged his head. But it's like just the way he fell yeah. back is, is to the back of the head and then the way he got up, he was like shaking his head and then takes like four steps and immediately falls down. That Dang. just looked very, very concerning. And you know how those concussion type, pro- protocols are going to go. Those type of hits in the back of the head, that's when you that's when you get those type of stumbles because that, that back part is all, it's all your your coordination your, and everything. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I... I don't know how he's. It has nothing to do with his like head. Uh, he, cleared, like he cleared concussion protocol. Yeah, it said, this has like an ankle injury or something. Like, how remember, is that possible? I remember high school. Like, if you didn't want to get a concussion thing, like right before you did concussion testing, you would just be dumb on purpose. And so, if you did have a concussion, <laughs> the, it it would be like comparable. I, 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 I don't NFL. think you can do. I don't think you can get not, away with that in the NFL. Not in the NFL. Maybe in high school. <laughs> uh, you saw how he stumbled. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I'm uh, hoping he's fully healthy because that's a crazy that's a, show out. It is a crazy, players. crazy matchup. Yeah. Um, even if Tua plays, I don't think I can take the Dolphins here. I feel like they've had a really good start, but I feel like the Bengals found their way a little bit last week against the Jets. Uh, you know, kind of figured the way out to the playbook. So I'm taking the Bengals. Joe Burrow the only thing is a the better Bengals quarterback. Over, the only thing that the Bengals have over the Dolphins is a better rushing game. Uh, the better quarterback, the better Shiesty. you could argue the better receiving core. Receivers, like overall, you could argue the better receivers. They have <laughs> they have Amazing. the Dolphins have Tyreek Hill, but then the Bengals have Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, T Higgins, T Higgins is there. Joe Mixon. I mean, the Dolphins rushing attack is good too, but I'm I'm taking the better quarterback. I'm taking Joe Burrow. I feel like it'll be a close game. Better though. quarterback was Josh Allen last week too. Yeah, it's true. But that's not always the case. But majority of the games, the better quarterback wins. So unless anybody can convince me otherwise, I'm taking the Bengals. I think... It's down to which quarterback turns the ball over the least. Yeah. And... Who could that be? They're playing at Ravens in Maryland. Mm. I'll let you guys pick first, though. Dodge, who do you think is going to win this game? I'm going to go with the Ravens. Just because... I say that because um, what's it called? What's his name? Stefan Diggs. He didn't practice this week. Y'all hear about his full body cramps? Yeah, multiple IVs <laughs> at once. Um, Ooh, those I kind think of performances, I would yeah. get body cramps. Yeah, not for sure. Just watching but that, all that he do. <clears throat> How many pass attempts did he have? Sixty. Like Josh that. Allen last game? Something like that. No, bro. I'm not sure exactly. Bro, they ran 63. Eight, they ran like they did run like 80, 90 offensive plays though. Yeah. 42 for 63. Yeah. Bro. 80 90. That's what I'm saying. They, they should have won that game. Yeah. It just it was a division game. It got a little sloppy and you know the game got away from them. But I feel like usually when Josh Allen has a bad game, and I know you could say this for thirty-one Lamar. first down. I know you could say this for Lamar too, but when Josh Allen has a bad game, he usually comes out the next game trying to prove, like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm gonna drop four hundred yards this game. You thought I had a bad game last game? Watch yeah. what I do now. So I think he, I think he has that mentality that he always he's always good, he's good always gonna scale. he's always gonna bounce back. His like yeah. ability to just improve after every game is mm-hmm. still is is what you look for in a quarterback. It's very smart. He's very coachable. So, you, said, you said Ravens. Dodge right? to the yeah. Ravens. Taking Bills, man. Helms is taking the Bills. Josh Allen. I'm going behind him just like the team. Man, I think this is a big week to like for both these quarterbacks to be like, okay, I'm that guy, or Josh Allen's like, I'm that guy, or Lamar Jackson is like, I'm that guy. Who whichever quarterback comes in this game and just takes over the game, the only thing is that can the Bills contain Lamar Jackson? Can the Ravens contain Josh Allen's Passing though. Passing, yeah, that's it's that's gonna what be, I was gonna say. It's gonna be an insane matchup. So both the defenses are. I don't think they're built for these offenses. If that makes sense. Yeah. Whoever it's has not, it's not the best matchups. Whoever has the Ravens or Bills defense on fantasy, <laughs> do not start. Do not start him. I I I think it's gonna be a high scoring. I got uh, Bills and Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> both division. Uh, tragic. Did you I'm gonna say, go with the Bills. Say, so you're going for the Bills. Damn. Because I think that if Josh Allen loses this game, people are going to be like, 
after all this, the Bills have gone, you know what I mean? They're, they just lost to the Ravens, and after they couldn't even beat the Dolphins, and blah, 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 blah. They are good. Both these are good, very good teams, but if they're, if they're a Super Bowl contender, then they got to go out and win mm-hmm. this game. 100%. And, and if the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens can be a Super Bowl contender too. I'm sure people are out, the, out there definitely thinking they're that. They're healthy, yeah. If Lamar's yeah. healthy, then, I mean, last year, before he was healthy, they were the number one seed. So far, he's healthy. They're 3-0, I think, right? 2-1, two, no, sorry. 2-1. So whenever Lamar is healthy, the Ravens are very, very productive. But so are the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I'm probably going to go Bills by, uh, I'll go Bills by six. Josh Allen, you sometimes he does revert back to his old habits, like he was two, two, three years ago. Like you see that sometimes. Yes, they so he, he, he did that a little bit in the Dolphins game, so I, I think he'll, I think he'll correct it. I think he'll, you know, come out here a lot more determined and a lot more accurate. So, moving on to the next game, a great divisional matchup, historical matchup, our local team, Washington Commanders versus probably the most hated team <laughs> in the league. Cowboys. This one for T Rain. Yo. Cooper <laughs> Rush. I don't know. You think he's better than Dak? Or as no, good? No, no. Or as good as Dak? I don't know. I mean, he's been he playing as a starter up He's been playing well enough. Daniel Jones, baby. <laughs> right now, the Cowboys are a three point favorite. They had great, they were great on all phases last week. So if they can come out. Who's that? Just no. like that. He had a touchdown. Noah, Noah Brown? Mm-hmm. Noah Brown. Yeah, he showed up. Yeah, I was I was surprised. They they did good on all phases. That's uh, all. They, that's all they I took say. care of business. Yeah, it might might not have been pretty, you know, but they mm. they definitely took care of business. And you know, again, I, another division rival. So you know Cowboys have a great statistical advantage you, against their division opponents. You know how much McCarthy, how much criticism he gets, and I think he just is able to manage right now with the amount of injuries that they're having. So you got to give him credit for that. And I think they can manage again the commanders. I mean, <laughs> last matchup that these two teams had last year, Dallas won 56 to 14. Yeah. <laughs> and then before that, they lost 27 to 20. Hey, that's before, so the, that's before the new identity. Cowboys are 2 0 last season. They swept last season. So they, I really want to take the Cowboys. I, I really the Cowboys do. The Cowboys no all time yeah. lead the commanders 75 to 47. Yeah. yeah, and two. I really want to take the Commanders, but like, I don't know. They're they're playing at Cowboys, so they're playing at Jerry World. Yeah, sorry, Cowboys. Bro. Sorry, Washington. I think it'll take be a, I think it'll be a scrappy game. Yeah. A lot of fights. I think a few picks. Yeah. Uh, I think Cooper Rush will finally pull up. Have some pressure under him. I I, I like. He didn't have as much pressure his first start, his second start. Because he's just a backup. He's a go out there and do what you can do, right? But now he's kind of gotten a little more hype. They're probably giving him a little more freedom with, like, play calling and stuff. So I think it'll be a hard game, but I think the commanders are actually going to pull it out. I think it'll be, like, a two-point, three-point victory for the commanders. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, are you guys all taking the Cowboys? I'm taking the Cowboys, yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys just because I think Cooper Rush will come in there and just get the job done. And then I feel like Carson Wentz... I feel like he's playing pretty well. But I know it's not showing up on the in the in the win column, but for what he has and having a defensive coach, it's, it's not bad. Do you he almost that? had a, he almost has a thousand yards. That's true. Do you mean that from the bottom of your heart? I do. I don't. I, I believe. It. I don't love the commanders, and everybody knows that. But I feel like they definitely have some potential, and if anybody that they, they, that they can beat, it should be a, a division opponent, right? Because yeah. you you know them inside and out. So 100%. gonna take the commanders here. Set the tone for the season. Yes, sir, talking about uh, setting the tone, this has been one of those teams that's definitely set the tone from week one. Uh, Lions. Lions yeah. and Seahawks. Lions look decent. <laughs> they look like very decent. decent. They look very decent. More, it's above decent. It's a little uh, above decent. One major concern was that Swift, their best running back, is a little banged up, and I think... St. Brown, their best receiver, is a little banged up as well. St. Brown has been... He's very, very good. Amazing. Very, very underrated. So far. Um, but if those two aren't 100%, this is going to be a tough game. Because be Seattle, obviously, is not what they used to be. But not with Pete Carroll, you know, they're never going to be a pushover like that. So they'll always 
be pretty sturdy on defense, but the Lions are favored by four and a half right now, which is kind of a lot, I'm not going to lie. Four and a half points. They've been they've been close in all their past three games. I mean, yeah, they lost two out of three, but it was all close within like three points. And in the and when they won, they mm-hmm. won by like what eleven, nine nine to eleven. Yeah, points. but the Lions, if they can do anything this year so far, it's been score. Yep. I think they're top three or four in the league in in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So the one thing they've been doing so far is getting surprising. in the end zone. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Lions. Jerry Goff. I I but. I don't believe in Jared Goff too much, but I, I believe that in the in the head coach, he's mm-hmm. like, just like we said last week and the week before that he's instilling like a a culture, like an attitude that this organization has not had since we saw prime Calvin Johnson and Matt Stafford, right? Like they actually look like they go into games thinking they're gonna win and thinking that they're the better team on the field. And you know, I like that. They're a very easy team to root for. If I had another team in the league that I would root for that's not the Saints, I would probably root for Detroit just because I think they deserve it. It's a good culture. So I'm going to take the Lions. I think the Lions are going to win. I, th- yeah. I just think they're playing much better right now. I'm going to be biased and take the Lions because I have Sam Brown on my fantasy team. <laughs> just, like, just trying to be like Dodge. <laughs> Here we go. I think he's. I don't know if he's 100% ruled out, but he was banged up. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Dodgy. Before he, we check the stats on. Saint. It hasn't came out yet um, that he's on the injury report. I'm going to go with the Lions. Wow. Actually, no. I'll go with the Seahawks. Yeah. If the Lions win, then, you know. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Game. I like that. I like that. No curses. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Pretty easy. Even though I need that running back, Swift. <laughs> I need him to ball out. <laughs> All right. Talking about balling out, these two teams are definitely balling out this season. Jaguars and the Eagles. It's, like, it's a great matchup. Be a I don't think Eagles. I don't think before the season you would have circled this being like, yo, it's a great game for week four, but this definitely is a great game. Probably one of the better games of the week. Yeah. Uh Jaguars is coming off scoring thirty eight points against the Chargers. Uh the Eagles obviously undefeated and we know what they can do offensively. I think the Eagles defense is gonna expose the Jags. Not expose as in their frauds, but as in there's a difference between the teams like the Eagles, the Bills, the Chiefs, and teams like, like the Niners. Jags, yeah. the Lions, maybe even the Dolphins, but we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But they beat just beat the Bills, so maybe you could put them up there, right? But we said they're still not the same. They're not that like they're not that caliber, right? Still. So I think this is the time to prove that if the Eagles are legit, if they are legit, legit. And they're actually thinking about going to the Super Bowl. If this is their year, this is their year. This is the game that they have to put their foot down. And, mm-hmm. and, and bro, man, they just had an amazing last two weeks. Three, you could say. But last two weeks especially, they've just absolutely dominated. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the Eagles. They're favored by six and a half right now, the Eagles. Which is pretty. And also playing at Philadelphia. Yeah. I think... I am going to take the Eagles as well. And this is solely because of uh, what Sirianni has done in the, uh, in the last game to motivate his players uh, using a video of the late Kobe Bryant uh, to tell mm-hmm. them that even though Wentz was um, close to everyone on the team with the Eagles, that it does not matter when it comes to competitive games. That they're they're going to do what they have to do in order to get that one. And I think that was just... That was just great leadership right there, and I think they're going to run into and run through any team that they're going to play with that kind of leadership. I mean, come on, using using Kobe Bryant to motivate these players. That's uh, that's just my reasoning for taking the Eagles. Go ahead, I'm gonna go with the Eagles because they're three and zero. Oh my god, <laughs> that's it. That is amazing. I'm gonna fact. be brutally honest. An undefeated season. Is that what you see? Three and zero, maybe four and zero. Hertz has 900 yards on 98 throws. Lawrence has 700 I yards. I don't know, man. Like, oh, I feel like it's not that easy for me to pick. I, I don't know why I believe in the Jags. You've been believing in the Jags for. I feel like. <laughs> a little, hey, a little last too much. week, last week I was the only one, and they won by like 38 points. So, are they like that? I feel like it's going to be a closer game than six and a half. I feel like six and a half is a lot of points, but. The Jags do have the Eagles' former head coach. I feel like that might factor in a little bit. 
even though it's a, like a pretty different roster than what he had. But some same players. So Doug Peterson might definitely have some insight into how to beat Philadelphia. Trevor Lawrence is playing amazing. He has almost 800 yards. He has like six, seven touchdowns. Uh, his best receiver, Christian Kirk, has three touchdowns. His running back has three touchdowns. That's a lot more than some of the better teams in the league, you know. They have a lot. Of, they're very productive on offense. Uh, uh, in points scored per game, Jacksonville is seventh in the league and Philly is fifth. So it's not too far off. And their defenses are also pretty similar uh, ranking-wise for points allowed. So I don't think it's... I don't think it's outrageous to say that Jacksonville has a pretty decent chance of winning the game. You know, the Eagles could randomly out of nowhere just falter, uh, having a 3-0 start. I could see it happening. So it's really hard for me to take the Jags, but I'm going to take the Jags here. I feel like it'll. I feel like they'll somehow pull it out. Probably upset of the week for me. Pull it out. Is that everybody? Everybody picked the Eagles at me? Yeah. All right. Another trend. So moving on to the next game, Jets and the Steelers. If the Steelers don't win this game, bro, the <laughs> Jets are not horrible. Joe Flacco, baby. I'm, 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 I'm going with the Steelers. And if we don't win this game, bro. Season over? Because, <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll be pretty hard in that division to come back from 1-3. Yeah, we already know that. Especially losing it in conference game. Right now, Steelers are the Steelers are favored by three game, three bro. and a half points at home. If we lose this game, it's it's, it's I think <laughs> I think it's gonna saw, start. Saw, I just saw something outrageous. What? This season so far, Mitch Trubisky has five hundred and seventy yards passing and two that. touchdowns, and Joe Flacco has nine hundred yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> hundred and fifty-five attempts. What? Like that doesn't even make any sense to me. I. You no one could have predicted predicted that. Uh, I mean, Mitch, right now they are uh, both offenses are pretty similarly ranked for points scored. They're nineteenth and twentieth. Uh, I think it'll come down to which quarterback turns the ball over the least. No. That's yeah. probably what it'll come down to. Last time I know they both have good rushing attacks, but uh, go ahead, Dodge. Last time they played, December twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Pittsburgh lost 10 to 16. To that the was Jets. also like three years ago. I know. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this now. So One thing yeah. that that is a little concerning is Pittsburgh all time leads them 20 to 6 yeah. against like the concerning. Jets. So they usually Pittsburgh handle, they usually handle the business against the Jets. Times was against Mark Sanchez, so. Hey, Mark Sanchez was better than Trubisky and Flacco combined at his peak. He was probably as good as Flacco, but. <laughs> um, like why? Wait, why is that cap? If Flacco, so Flacco is if Fla- if Flacco didn't, was a quarterback that right, Marcus we'll say a little side note. If, if Flacco didn't have that Super Bowl run, okay. that one purple patch season, and, but he did though, and it took he did though it took some stupid he did though defending from the Steelers and from the Broncos. Mark Sanchez took the Jets to a conference championship, and you know who they lost to? The Steelers. Yeah, I know. So Mark Sanchez was actually doing very well. And in, you know in who we day. lost to in the Super Bowl? Who? Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. that was the I first Super Bowl I ever watched. <laughs> Got a little sidetracked there, but uh, we'll take it back to the Steelers Jets. Um, I'm taking the Steelers, man. If, it, it, this is yeah. it, this is red alert. This is DEFCON 5 if, yeah. if Trubisky doesn't throw for more than 250 yards. Yeah, I don't even know about that. He just needs to win the game. 200 just yards. Find a way to win. If he doesn't throw for two touchdowns, don't it's, throw, it's DEFCON 5. Don't throw a pick. And we lose the game. Please. Don't throw and a pick. And we lose the game. It'll be fine. I think. Now I want the Jets to win just to see you. I'm going to go DEFCON 5. I'm, yes. I'm going to take I the I want to see what that looks like. A loss to the Jets will be demoralizing. Very, very demoralizing. Right now. Ex- so are we all taking the Steelers? Or is we have the 31st ranked the offense the in the league. Which one? Say it again. I Don, do you know how many teams there are in the NFL? How, what did you just say? Hey, we didn't hear you. Our offense is ranked 31. Do you know how many teams are? Nobody's saying anything. You? That's fucking disgusting. How, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's worse than you? I can't even laugh so much because the Saints are definitely down there. Yeah, they are. They're, they, yeah, I they can't are. even laugh that much, honestly. But who's, 31st who's last? is crazy. Who's, who's, who's last? Uh, it's not my problem right now, but I'm just saying. 
All right. I know. Once again, are, are we all taking Steelers except Dodge? Yes. All right, cool. Not much to talk about that game. Steelers should win. Should. This should be a good matchup. Uh, Patriots and the Packers. What do we think? You know how it's been. I'm I riding, don't actually what? tell me no. Tell riding, me. Nah, <laughs> just, just for me, I'm riding with the ayahuasca all the way to the oh Amazon. Oh, my God. Ayahuasca. The Patriots are all right, but man, I mean, do you really expect Mac Jones to like lead him like that against the Packers? But Mac, Mac Jones, Jones is Mac Jesus Jones doesn't have to, he I think he's perfect for Ben. He has Bill Belichick behind. I was going to say, I don't think he has to do much. I think it's more what the Patriots the defense can do. And I, mean, I think the Patriots <laughs> defense can do a lot. I, I know Enough. we already frustrated Aaron Rodgers. Right now, Mac they're Jones... They're favored by almost 10 points, bro. Mac Jones has more yards than Aaron Rodgers does this year. I believe it. Not by a lot, but he definitely does. Um, very interesting. Actually, no, that's wild. Points scored per game, they're both very similar. Uh, <laughs> the Patriots are 25th and Green Bay is 27th. Hmm. So, scoring-wise, both these teams are not very good. But defensively... Uh, we know the Packers' defense is fine. Uh, you know, we, we saw them. We saw what they did against the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. Uh, they're ranked sixth in points allowed, and the Patriots are ranked twenty second. Also, Mac Jones has hurt his ankle as well, so that's and the Packers are a, a ten, cause for concern. The Packers are a ten point favorite, which is an insane amount. Yeah, I know they're playing at home, but that's but a lot. ten points 10 against points any NFL team, especially Bill Belichick's team. I think is way too much. I think the Packers will win, but I think they'll only win by like three points. I think it'll be a close game. The thing is, Mac Jones threw for three, threw for three hundred yards, but he also threw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, at the same time, the Packers the Packers the have Packers not scored in the second half at, at all this season. But their defense will eat up interceptions if they need to, if they if they have to. They 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 will they but shut then down. Will a, they be able? Will Aaron Rodgers be able to? Let's see. Into let's see if Mac Jones is, can can put up a better. Right then, Tom Brady did, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take that much more. They, they, I was going to say that. I was the just Bucks, about to say so that. The Bucks, the Bucks were almost there, right? Even with that poor performance, performance on both sides of the ball. So the Packers are beatable. But I'm, t- I'm going to take Green Bay by three. I think it'll be a close game, hard-fought game. Anybody taking the Patriots? Come to the enlightened side. I'm going to have to take the Green Bay defense in this. Dodge is yeah. big. Mac I just Jones don't chain. think, I no, just don't um, think Mac Jones. Uh, I think Packers got right. this one. Well, that is a. It's I, gonna be crazy tomorrow. I believe next week. that is the first sweep so far today. So that's pretty wow. good. Took us this far to get our first sweep. Wow. That means it's good matchups all around. I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> it might not just be your receivers. There might be some black magic in the air. Right. Definitely some ayahuasca in there. Some perkies. <laughs> other kind of smoke. Contraband. <laughs> okay, uh, right. well, kind of get off track there. But speaking of good matchups, uh, in my opinion, the best game of the week. Let's go back to the divorce man. Among other great games, but this is probably the best game: Chiefs versus the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. Mahomes versus Brady. I don't think <laughs> I don't think there's much juicier matchups that you could get, yeah. right? Like old goat versus new goat. Another what more could you want from this game? Another playoff rematch. Yep. Just like, I know. think Brady has had Mahomes' number so far, pretty much. But this will be a, the end of that. I don't think the Bucks will be healthy enough for this game. Mm-mm. I think it will be a contest, though. And the Chiefs are only favored by two points right now. And they are playing at Tampa. I feel like the Chiefs are going to win by like 14 this game. Just 14? Because, yeah, just because of how... Nah, I don't know, bro. I know they, they don't have like... It's the Tampa's defense is still very good. I know they don't have that kind of schema yet because they're going all over the place with their players and receivers and rushers. But I feel like they'll have a better weapons on offense to score against Tampa Bay. Because again, mm-hmm. who is Tom Brady throwing to? That's true. Yeah, he, he I'm is. Take the Chiefs, pretty much undoubtedly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody taking the Bucks here? No, I know it was a great game, <laughs> big <laughs> names, but we just we all know that right now the Chiefs are healthier. Uh, Mahomes is playing better, way healthier. Uh, the one thing that jumps out to me about this game is the Tampa defense is first in the league in points allowed, so they've allowed the fewest points throughout the first three weeks. They've only allowed an average of nine points per game. That's insane. They're allowing 
an average of single digits so far. That's crazy. And the Chiefs are allowing 21.7 points per game. So if if Tom Brady can find his groove, he might be able to find some points here against the Chiefs. So that's why they're only favored by two. Against the Chiefs. And I feel like that's probably around what they'll win by. I think the Chiefs will win by... I don't think it'll be a blowout. You said two touchdowns? Yeah. I, don't, I think it's very hard to blow Tom Brady out unless you're the Saints. We've seen that before. Mm. But I think the Chiefs win by... Chiefs win by four. Not bad. So sweep again? Two, wow. two sweeps in a row? Chiefs. Last time we took the sweep for the Chiefs, they lost. So, so pretty much... It can't happen again. <laughs> pretty much either the Packers or the Chiefs are losing. We'll just see which one. not happen again. All right. A big division matchup of the week. Broncos and the Raiders. Mm. Two teams looking to get back on track, even though the Broncos are coming off a win. The, the Raiders, Raiders are 0-3. The yeah. only 0-3 team in the league. Yeah. Nobody expected that, to be honest. Nobody. Especially I, I after the first week. That. Yeah. Again, Devontae Adams. I mean, all the hype and all that. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you. The Raiders are just cursed. How do you point. feel, sitting from Devontae Adams' perspective, how do you feel right now? Seeing the success at the Packers? As of right now, obviously you're disappointed. But I don't think he's given up or I don't think he's like oh I made the wrong choice or I mean the Packers aren't doing amazing either their offense is very very yeah very I don't even know like how to describe them like they're not anywhere close to what they used to be so I think for Devante you just need a win and this will be a big big win against a division rival if he scores Um, too I don't really know man this is a hard game to predict because they're, they're both coming off very shaky games. Right now, the Raiders are favored, though, by two and a half at home. I would expect I honestly that. didn't think that. Yeah, I just uh, pe- I, I just I looked would, at that line. Vegas has them by two and a half. I would expect that, though, for the Raiders. I mean, you lose three games and all ha- that. Yeah, you season have on the line. To, you have to prove yourself this Actually, week. yeah, it's a good point. They're, they're going to be playing desperate. It. It's either do or die this week. You can't go 0-4. Derek Carr has more passing yards and more touchdowns than Russell Wilson right now. So Derek Carr is playing fine. I think their problem. Yeah, yeah. I think their I think their main problem is just getting the ball into the end zone, uh, and that's also been the problem for Denver. I think we've seen that Russell Wilson can make all these throws up and down the field up until they get to the red zone. Then they can't get the ball in. Right now, Denver is thirty first in the league in points scored. Points scored, so they're only scoring fourteen points a game. On the other hand, the Raiders are scoring 20 points a game on average. So just going off those stats, it looks like the Raiders will probably put up more points. Um, I think you might be right. I think they'll be coming out playing desperate after be. being 0-3. Yeah, I don't think they have an option, right? Like <laughs> They're going to come out playing no. like it's a playoff game. Yeah. But Russell Wilson's a better quarterback, so it's hard for me to pick against him. What do you guys think? Let's go around the table. Dodge, who do you think? You got Russell Wilson's biggest fan here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Let's ride? Let's ride. All right. So Dodge is going with the Broncos. But yeah, I low-key the Raiders do have a good chance. All right, just, so Broncos, you know, it's let's back ride. against the wall. Let's ride. Let's ride. Yeah, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the Raiders, and I think Hums is taking the Raiders. Yeah. Josh Jacobs? The only thing is the Raiders' defense. That really is alarming to me. That is... Like, are they going to be able to keep up with? Yeah, their defense is not great. Right now, they're 24th in the league in points allowed, and the Broncos are second. So, <laughs> so that's completely different ends. And a team that's already struggling going up against a defense like that and versus a team that's but I'm not, gonna not lie, looking too bad. The Broncos' injury report is, like, twice as long as the Raiders' injury report. And that might do the difference in this game. It might be a difference, yeah. So those few fringe players, few good role players, especially on a struggling Broncos team, I think that'll make the difference. But who who are you taking? I think I'm gonna go ahead and take the Broncos. So we got two for each team here. Let's go. We'll see how that game turns out. Uh, yeah. For our last game of the week, another great division matchup. Some, some two teams who always somehow make it to prime time. <laughs> Rams and the Forty ers Rams. Give me Stafford. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that 
that easy. Easy. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's that easy either. Who's deep? Like, who's? It's gonna come down to the defenses, right? Taking out the last game that the Rams won, I think at the end of last season, it was might have been the last game of the season. Yeah. The Niners have won four out of the last five games. So Shanahan pretty much has McVay's number. In, in the regular season in especially. most of their matchups. Yeah. I think that's a big, big factor. Like, it, we don't know what it is, and they're playing, they're playing at the Niners. So they're going to have the crowd behind them. It's going to be a tough game for the Rams. Because mm-hmm. Rams ha- have looked a little shaky, too. Yep. They haven't been the same Rams we saw from last year. I mean, obviously... You have a whole season of film, so the teams have been, you know, focusing in on what the Rams do well, what McVay does, what Stafford does well. They don't have, they don't have Odell now. Uh, Allen Robinson is not looking to be the Allen Robinson we thought he would be. Yeah, I I thought he was going to be like one of the best receivers in the league, but I mean, he still has time to write that shit, but. I don't know. I I want to take the Rams because. I do like their roster a little bit better. I kind of like I, I Garoppolo and Devo. It's also a primetime game. It's an 8 o'clock game. I mean, the stars are going to shine, right? Are the stars going to mm-hmm. shine? <laughs> that, that Niners winning the last four of the five matchups is really getting me right now. Yeah. It's, e- e- it's not even close games. Well, actually, the last one was pretty close. The last two Okay, I, I'll take the I'll take the Rams. I know the I know the Niners what, what are, Niners are favored by two and a half. I think Matt Stafford convinces me. I know I was talking like well about Garoppolo in the beginning of the episode, and I think Garoppolo will do fine. I don't think they'll lose a game because of him. But I just think the Rams have a few more weapons than the Niners do. I think George Kittle might be back this game. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But. Finally, we don't, we don't know how healthy he's gonna be. Maybe they're rushing him back so they can get their season on track. But he played last week, did he? Yeah, he only had like three catches. So but like that's that's not much, but like I guess yeah. So maybe he's not one hundred percent. I just feel like the Rams, fourth week now. Sean McVay's, I feel like he's a little bit better than Shanahan, even though he, Shanahan has his number. I'm I'm just I'm gonna take the Rams. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have much of a reason or much of a stat to give you, like usually like defensive ranked, but offensive ranked. But I just feel like the Rams will figure it out. I'm taking the Rams based off the wins um, and what each team has been able to do so far this season. The 49ers haven't had really much of a challenge so far this season. I mean, they played the Bears. They lost by nine. Um, they shut down the Seahawks, and they won that game. So good on the defense, and they also hold the Broncos to eleven points. Yeah, they but lost then, that game. But then the Broncos are not very good offensively. Right yeah, now. and they're a new team. They're still so meshing the together. So stats stats are saying the Niners' defense is amazing. Stat, but stats we don't saying know. like different things. But the thing the thing on the other side, I mean, the Rams got smacked by the Bills, but that's the Bills, and we've said that in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they allowed the Falcons to score twenty seven points. Um, even though they, they still scored, pulled it out, which is yeah, they scored thirty one points, mm-hmm. but that's a little bit concerning going against the Falcons. But then last week they won against the Cardinals, um, twenty to twelve. I mean that one probably came because of Kyler Murray being playing the same style of offense, um, ever since he got to the league. So they kind of had him figured out. So I, I just feel like the Rams had had a little bit of challenging start so far more than the 49ers and that's why I'm taking them I'm also going to go with the Rams because I think if the Rams have anything to prove left in them you know like if they have any if they have any kind of like we're still kind of that team or we're we haven't fallen off into like a Super Bowl we're the team to beat or post Super Bowl slump like then this is the game to prove this is the game to prove it and if they if they let you know the first primetime game they got Smacked, so two weeks late, three weeks later, now they, weeks, they got yeah. the re- they have time for revenge, right? So it's gonna come down to like who who's who wants bringing the balls to the fucking field. Who wants bro? it more? Yeah, Dodge. I'm gonna go with the Rams as well <laughs> oh, because shit. I like the combination. Right. Hey, that's I like I like the combination go. of Safford and Cup better than Garoppolo and Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk. Devo. No. 
What do you mean, no? No. That's what we do. Still. <laughs> Is he a running back now? No. Running back in your eyes? Um, damn, Matt Stafford really twice a quarterback grapple is based off stats this year. But grapple hasn't played the whole yeah, year. Yeah, that's, that's why it seems like that. It's like we but said in the beginning of the episode. Regardless, I think he is almost yeah. almost double Garoppolo. Come on, that's that's the third sweep. That uh, wraps it up for week four. Yeah, three sweeps. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you tune in next week and you know get our analysis on every game that we discussed today. As always, we hope you enjoyed this one. Be sure to let us know what you think about the episode by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or any other streaming platform. We're available on all of them. If you want to stay up to date on when new episodes drop or anything sports related, you can check us out on any social media platform at CheckTheStat5. This is Hamza along with Deep, Harry, and Dodge. Check the stats. Deuces. Peace. Have a good night.